You're listening to the weekly podcast of Citizens Church with Pastor Chris Norman. For more information on the work that God is doing through Citizens Church, please visit us online at citizenschurch.org. We've got to get beyond our, our, ourselves. You know, it's, it's wild to me that we have such an obsession today with, with independence. All of us want to be independent. We, we, we are self-reliant. You know, we're, we're, we, we can do it on our own, right? We've actually been kind of groomed for that. We've been taught that since we were kids. Like, we, we want our children to aim to be independent or whatever. And I get it. I get it to a certain extent. I mean, come on. There are certain people that let you down all the time. You, you know, people are flaky. Come on, everybody. Like, you know, people. Are, so you don't want to be a person who's always relying on people because people are flaky. Can I get a good amen? Like, you're like, I don't want to rely on people. They're going to let me down. I want to be. So, so there's this kind of thought, well, if I can't trust you and I can't trust, well, then I've got to just, I got to look to me. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a self-made man kind of thing. I, I, I don't need anyone else sort of a thing, right? And I get it because people are flaky. I also get it. Like, you want to teach your kids to be independent because like, you don't always want them on your books. Like, you know what I'm saying? Amen. Like some of you are like, I just can't wait for them to move out. Others of you, you've had to move out. You're like, I just wish they'd move back in because it's so quiet in the house. And it's kind of where I'm at with half and half on, on everything. So, and so I get it. There's this thought for, and this push for independence, right? Being, being just kind of contained within ourselves. But, but friends, I, I think we need to be careful we need to be careful with that thought, with, with that push, because we've convinced ourselves, or if we convince ourselves, follow me, that everything we need is going to come from ourselves. Like, so I've convinced myself, everything I need is right here. Everything I need, I'm gonna find within myself. If I convince myself that everything I need is within myself, then listen to me, we're going to get stuck at ourselves. Like, I'm just stuck. I'm stuck with everything I can do, I'm stuck with everything I could accomplish. I'm, I'm stuck with everything I, I can become in and of myself. If I'm completely independent and I think it's all about me, then I'm just always gonna be stuck on me. I'm never gonna get beyond myself. I'm stuck at my own limitations. And I hate to break it to you, everybody, but you got some limitations. Did that hurt? Are you okay? You with me? So I think this is where a lot of people are today. A lot of people are stuck because they're stuck on themselves. Or they're stuck because they're stuck. A better way to say it is at myself. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling everything from myself. And, and when you do that, I, I think this kind of self-reliance that you've been told to have, self-reliance that you fought for, I think that self-reliance in a lot of us have ultimately is what's behind so much frustration. Like all the frustration you see in people, all the frustration you see in our world, all the, all the angst inside, I think a lot of it comes back to this, this concept of it's all about me. Well, here's the problem. If, if it is all about you or if it's all dependent on you, it all comes from you. Soon you come to the end of you and you actually need more from you, but you can't, you follow this? I can't give them more because I don't have them more. So what do I, I'm just frustrated. I'm just mad at everybody. I'm, I'm mad at everything. Come on, like, I, I'm, I'm anxious, I'm worried, I'm frustrated. I actually think some of the depression today that people experience, some of it, comes from this very thing, is that you have made it all about you. You have thought that you're in it alone. You have thought that you need to be independent. And because of that, I mean, you haven't turned to help. You're looking to other people. Come on, you're just trying to get it done on your own. But friends, listen, you're gonna get frustrated 
if you keep trying everything on your own. You're gonna get frustrated if you keep thinking that all you need in life is you. If you can get frustrated, if, if, if all you're ever gonna do is turn to your own strength and your own resource and your own wisdom. And I'm telling you right now, like listen, like spoiler alert, you will be frustrated. Because you're, you're never gonna have enough for everything life's gonna throw at you. You know, Cadence, Cadence the other day, I don't even know what you call these things, but Cadence the other day came up into the, up into the bathroom in my, in my room and, Dad, can you help me out? I got these things in my hair. Taylor, what are those? I don't even know what they are. There's like, like little, like little cl- like clips in her hair that had like these little silver sh- tinsel things running out of her hair. Just like all, all, the, all the hairdressers in the room are like, oh my gosh, he is so out of it. Like she had a little, ten, like all this little tinsel thing hanging in her hair. She goes, dad, can you get this out of my hair? Cause I'm gonna go get my hair dyed and I need these, get these things out of my hair. I'm looking at these things and like, they are like, come on girls. Like you crimp these things in your hair. Like, like something I would put on the end of like a fishing line or something like a, like a weight. It's like clipped on. I'm looking at that going, I don't think I have what it takes to get that out of there, out of your hair. And so I'm going and I'm trying, like, I got like toenail clippers trying to squeeze this thing. I'm like, I'm doing everything I can. I'm realizing like, I don't have what it takes to get it. These things out of her hair. I'm like trying to pinch it with the, it's not doing anything. And I'm telling you, they must make a special tool for what you, to get that. Cause it's, and then I'm sitting here frustrated with one of these things. I go, how many of these do you have in her hair? And she's like, a lot. And I said, baby, if it's up to me, you're stuck with it. If it's up to me, that can be in your hair forever. But how many of you know, although I don't have the resource, she can go to the right place. And if she goes to the right place, I know, come on. Some of you think it's a dumb analogy. I just is a good analogy. If she can get to the right place, they have the right stuff to get the thing done that she needs done, but if she keeps coming to me, she's never going to see it done because she got to get to the right place. Amen? So you never say, get to the right place, get to the right place, get to the right place. You got to get to the right place. Friends, I'm telling you right now, it's time to get beyond ourselves and get to the right place. You're trying to do things on your own. I'm telling you right now, you don't have the tools necessary to get the things done that need to be done in your life. Get to the right place. And that right place is the presence of God. That right place is with God. All over scripture, there's this invitation that God gives to every single one of us. It's constantly, God is constantly inviting us. Listen, he's inviting you. He's like, come here. He's inviting you to himself. Like right now, the heart of God, in the heart of God is an invitation. And he's speaking to you saying, come here. Just, just come to me. Look, look at it with me. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. So Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. What did Jesus say? He said, say it with me, come to me. Say it with me. Jesus said, Jesus said, come to me. Like, so this is his invitation. Look at Psalm, look at Psalm 27, eight. It says, when you said, seek my face. What is God saying to his people? Listen to me. Say it, seek my face. God, right now, his heart, what, what he is saying to his people, according to Psalm, is seek my face, seek my face. And, and I wanna point this out really quick. It's very different than just seeking God's hand. So many of us are seeking God's hand. God, I need your hand to move in this. God, I need your hand to show up. God, I need your hand to work. God, I need your hand to provide. God, I need your hand. And God says, I get it, I get it, I get it. But here's what I wanna invite you to do. Seek my face. 
The face is, 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 is presence. The face, like God says, I want to look you in the eyes. See, this is an invitation. Jesus says, come to me. Scripture says, seek my face. Amen? John 7, 37. It says this, on the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said with a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Come to me. You see, the invitation of God over and over again is come to me. And why does God have to constantly invite us to come to him? Because we're always wandering from him. We're always out, God, I, 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 I know you're there, but I got some stuff I gotta, go, I gotta go do. And God's like, okay, we're gonna let you go do what it is you think you gotta go do. And when you get all frustrated realizing that you can't do what it is you gotta do because you don't have what you need to do, what it is you gotta do, I need, to, I need you to hear me again, the invitation, just, just come to me. When you finally get to the end of yourself, I, I need you to know you can always, come on, say it with me, you can always come to me. God is always just saying, I'm here for you. Come to me. See, I got good news for anybody who's ever thought that they just have to keep going on their own, doing it on their own, slugging it away on their own, figuring it out on your own, carrying it on your own. I mean, I got good news for you. You can come to Jesus. Like God has sent out an invitation. Like you, yes you, you're invited. You don't have to do it on your own because you're not on your own. Like God's just there. He's not far. The Bible, the Bible says in James, he says, turn to me and I will meet you and meet with you. I'll run to you. Like some of you think, okay, I'm going to turn to God. God, where are you? You, you, you. Like, no, he is just, he's stalking you right now. He's, he's just waiting. Just turn, just turn around. Turn around. Just turn. I'm right here. Turn around. He's close. You see, you don't have to go far. Matter of fact, in the book of Revelation it says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Like, where's God? Where's Jesus? He's, this, this is written to the church. And Jesus is at the door outside the church. Hey, everybody. Can I get in, please? Hey, everybody. Like, we don't have to go look for him. We just have to open the door, you see? He's there. And he says, come to me. Come to me. Come to me. And, and, and see, church, we need to let this be a season going into this fall where we train our hearts all over again for some of us, turning our hearts for some of you the first time ever in your life to know what it is to come to Jesus every single day, to come to God every single day, to seek his presence every single day. Like you just need, I'm telling you right now, you're here today because what God wants you to know, you don't have to keep doing this on your own. Something's got to shift in your life. And that shift is just simply you coming to him. You coming to him, pursuing him. I'm telling you, you gotta step into that kind of season right now, church. Because if you don't, I got a couple things I need you to write down. If we don't, here's what ends up happening every single time. If you don't go to him, look, at, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna, first of all, you're gonna attempt too little. This will become a season where you're attempting too little unless this becomes a season where you're going to God. Because you see, some of us have been attempting far too little for far too long. 
Like you've become numb to life. You've given up on things. You've given up on family. You've given up on dreams. You've, you've given up on hopes and aspirations. Like you've just given up on stuff and, and you're not even attempting it anymore. Can I tell you what's gonna refresh you is you getting into the presence of God and realizing that you can go at it again. You can believe again. You can, you can dream again. Come on, you can run again. Where does that happen? It's in the presence of God. It's when you come to him. You see, God's got more. I say it all the time. God's got more. I mean, there's more for your family and your marriage. There's, there's more for your influence. There's, there's more for your workplace. There's more freedom for those of you who find yourself addicted. There, 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 is, there is more forgiveness for those of you who have found yourself trapped in sin. There's just always more. There's more drink for those of you who are thirsty today. There's always more. The way we tap into the more is by coming to him. You see, maybe for some of you, like heartache from a past season has stopped you for, from attempting more in this season. Maybe even failure from a past season. Like you, I, I've messed that up five times. Why would I try the sixth, right? I, it's just there's failure from a past season that stops you from attempting more. And what ends up happening is you stop attempting the very things that God is calling you to attempt. For, for, for some of you, you, you're thinking to yourself, you see, Chris, it's just impossible. It's impossible. Like you find yourself up against something that's impossible. So it's impossible, some of you think, to see restoration. It's impossible to find freedom. It's impossible to move forward. It's impossible, I mean, fill in the blank. You're just going, it's impossible at this point. It's impossible to see this relationship restored. It's impossible at this point. And you, you've told yourself that. You've started believing that. And because you believe that, you live your life in the context of that. You follow what I'm saying? And now you're not even trying to remedy that any longer. You're not... You're not sending the sweet texts anymore. You're not, you're not making the phone call because you just have given up on that. You see, you're not even attempting. And, and I think it's not just relationships. It's in every area of our life. When we just get hit, we just talk, we, it's impossible. It's impossible. But you need to hear the voice of God and the invitation of God in every place in your life where you say, it'll never move forward. It'll never get better. It'll never find healing. It'll never, you gotta hear the voice of God saying, hey, 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 stop swirling around in you and come to me. Because if you come to me, here's what Jesus says. Jesus says that in Matthew 19, 26, Jesus looked at them and said, with man, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. That's in the context, by the way, of your salvation. You're going, it's impossible with man. Yep. But with God, all things are possible. And that doesn't just stop at your salvation. Listen, that goes into and moves into every aspect of your life. God looks at it and says, it's impossible. And you're never gonna look again at it until you look again at it in the context of who God is. See, you gotta get into the presence of God. Is this making sense, everybody? He says, come to me. When you don't answer the call to come to God, you end up attempting too little. When you don't answer the call to come to God, you find yourself not just living within the confines of your own abilities. Follow this, watch. You, you also find yourself dreaming within the context of them too. 
Like I'm, I'm, if I'm not coming to God, I'm attempting too little. Why? Because I'm, I'm only dreaming in the context of, of who I am and what I can do. And some of you are stuck because you're stuck there. You're still stuck on you. You're not, you're not thinking big enough because you, you, you think in the context, come on, you follow me, of, of man, here's what, I, here's what I have. Here's, look at what I have. Oh, can't do it. But God says, stop looking at what you have. have. Come to me. Look at what I have. Amen? Come on, church. I, are you with me? He says, look at what I have. Oh, by the way, I am able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you could ever ask or think or imagine according to the spirit of God, which is at work, the same power of God, which is at work, that rose Jesus from the grave. He says, and it's at work in you. Like, I've, I've got everything you need. And so now you stop dreaming in the context. Stop planning in the context of, of yourself. When we get into the presence of God, he lifts our eyes to new horizons. Amen? Some of you walk around, you're just staring at your feet all day. Gosh, I can't figure it out. I don't know how. I mean, come on. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know how we're going to make it because I can't see. And God says, when you get into my, just come to me. What happens is you lift your eyes and you go, hey, there's still hope. Hey, you know, I can dream a little bigger. We, we can't keep believing God. We, we can't keep pressing on. We can't, why? Because God has filled my sails. He's, he's lifted my head. I'm, I'm realizing that I'm not alone in this. I don't have to dream alone in this. I don't have to walk alone in this because I'm not alone in this, amen? Come on, church, where you at, amen? Like, we can lift our eyes and that only happens when you answer his call, come to me, come to me, come to me. If we don't come to him, friends, we're gonna attempt too little. If we don't come to him, here's what you're gonna, listen, you're also gonna carry too much. If you don't come to him, I'm telling you, if you don't let this season be a season where you're looking to him every day, you will, in this season, carry too much. You end up thinking that it all depends on you, that it all rests on you, so now the outcome rests on you, the provision rests on you, the work rests on you, the demands rest on you. And I know, I get it. You can carry it for a little bit. But soon, for sure, the pressure of everything on your shoulders will begin to crush you and smother you and stress you out. Because you're carrying more than God ever intended you to carry because God has never intended you to carry anything on your own. And anything you're carrying on your own has become a burden that is too hard for you to carry. So stop trying to carry the burdens God never asked you to carry and learn in this season to just keep coming to him, amen? Just keep turning to him. Gosh, I feel like I'm preaching way better than you're responding. Are you with me, church? You awake? I need some help up here. I, got, I genuinely feel that for you. I want that for you. Stop trying to carry so much. You're stressing yourself out. I see it in your eyeballs. God's whispering the whole time, like, just, just come to me. Just, just come to me. Would you just come to me? Some of you, you come in here today, and you feel completely alone. Like, you're, you're, you're fighting for your marriage alone. You're fighting for your kids alone, your provision alone, like you're fighting for your future. You feel like you're fighting for your future alone, your, your dreams alone, and, and the weight of it all has been crushing you. You're at the verge of, of throwing in the, the towel, like giving up. Like you're, you're, and I'm telling you, friends, what you need to realize today is that you're not alone so stop trying it alone. First Peter 5, 7 says this. We come to him and we cast all our cares on him. Why? 
because he cares for you. We cast, someone say cast, cast all our cares on him. So here you are carrying it all. I'm gonna carry this and I'm gonna carry that and I'm gonna accomplish this. And we, we pile it all up on us and we, we're walking around going, I don't know why it feels so heavy. Because it is. Y'all, life's heavy. The stuff you're walking through with the kids, that's heavy. The, the trying to find a job is heavy. This stuff up here we talk about, that's heavy. And you're walking around with all of it. And, and what is he, Jesus saying the whole time? Cast it all on me. Come to me, and when you do, cast it all on me. The word cast, it literally means that you transfer the weight, the ownership, the responsibility of that thing from me to the one that I am casting it upon. It's the same word used when it tells us in, in the Gospels that the disciples cast their clothes on the donkey that Jesus was going to ride in on. What does that mean? That means they literally took the garment that was, they were wearing as a coat and they placed it on the donkey. They were once holding it and they are now no longer holding it. They, are, they, they were once carrying it and now they are no longer carrying it. The weight is not on them any longer. They've cast it. And Jesus just says this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I need you to cast it on me. Like think about how, how weird it'd be, the disciples, they kind of cast it on the donkey. They kind of they give it over for Jesus' use, right? They, they, so in other words, they, they got it half on the donkey and they're kind of carrying the other part of it. Yeah, I got this, I'm gonna help you. And they're running alongside. The whole, it's weird. You give it all to him. God, he asked for this, here you go, here you go. You use it how you, you do with it what you want. God, I'm just gonna cast it on you. And he's inviting you right now. Come on, take that thing. And what you're gonna do over these next 14 days, what you're gonna build into your life as a rhythm, what you're gonna, what you're gonna learn to do on the daily is come to him and cast all your cares on him because he cares for you and stop trying to do it. Come on, on your own. Get there, get there. God says, let me shoulder that. Let me carry that. People always think, they think that God is up in heaven and he just, he wants you to do a bunch of stuff for him. I, I don't understand this view of God. I mean, I get it. I get it in one sense because it's just been preached this way for so long, but church, it's just not true. Like, if you see God up in heaven just going, I need you to do a bunch of stuff for me. I need you to do this, and I need you to stop doing that, and I need you to start, I need you to, and I need you to, and I need you to, and all you, you come close to God in your heart and your mind, and all you hear is a bunch of demands from God on, on all this you gotta do. I'm telling you, you've got it all wrong. It has never been about you doing a bunch of stuff for God. It has always been about God just wanting to do a bunch of stuff for you, his creation, because he loves you and he cares for you and he adores you. The Bible says he said that you're the apple of his eye and God's just going, I just want to help you and walk with you and carry this and I, I want to draw you into purity. And anything God's asking you to do is because he's wanting to help you. When God's going, I want to draw you into purity. God's, God's asking me to do something. No, no, no. He's trying to do something for you. He wants to enable you for purity. Why? Because it's when you're walking in purity that you get to, you get to experience freedom. And if you keep walking around going, I don't want to, I don't want to do what it is God's asking me to do, I'm telling you, you're never going to experience what it is God wants you to experience. And so, but where you gotta start, you follow me, is I just gotta. I gotta let him do for me what he wants to do for me. And what he wants to do for me is carry me. He wants to carry me. 
It all starts there. So it's not go do a bunch of stuff. Let God just do something for you. Jesus died on the cross, a bloody and brutal death on that cross. And on his mind was not, they're gonna go do this and do, on his mind was, I'm gonna open up a way for these people just to come to me. That's what it was all about. I just wanna have a relationship with them. The God of heaven who spoke the world into existence is going, I, I just wanna walk with them. I want them to let me care for them, provide for them, give strength to the weary and the weak. That's what this is all about. And I am so bent on getting this done for people, I will give my life, Jesus said, for people. That I might be with people. Jesus died to open up that communication. Jesus died. When he died, it says that the, the veil was rent from top to bottom. The veil that kept people out of the Holy of Holies. He said, it's over. It's done. And now how foolish are we to now walk around not taking advantage of the very thing that Jesus died to give us. He did not die just to forgive us forgiveness of sins. He did not die just to anchor us into heaven and give us fire insurance. He died that he might walk with us, commune with us, have relationship with us, help us, carry us, walk with us. And he's just the whole time going, come to me. I'm telling you, friends, if we don't learn to come to Jesus... You're gonna attempt too little. You're gonna carry too much. Let me give you one more. You're gonna be too weak. Isaiah chapter 40, as the worship team comes up. Isaiah 40, verse 29 to 31 says this. He gives power. He says, the young men shall utterly fail, and the, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their what? Strength. So you got young men. Oh, they should be strong. But they're going to fail. Why? Because you're not strong enough to carry what it is you need to carry. I don't care how young a man you are. The young men, they will fail. If they try it on their own, they ain't going to make it. And if the young man can't make it, the old man, come on, we can't, we can't make it either, right? They can't do it. I'm not, definitely not going to do it. Watch Elias try to move stuff and he can't move it. I definitely can't move it, right? He beat me in arm wrestling, everybody, and so I can't. I have come to that place in my life. My dad's strength is gone. The young man shall utterly fail. But those who wait on the Lord, come on, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. In other words, if you come to Jesus, if you learn every day to come to God, if you learn every day to respond to this invitation that he gives you in every moment of every day, it's always available to you. If you learn to just come to me, you will find a renewed strength. If you don't, you're gonna be like them young men. You're gonna faint. You're not gonna carry it. Church, this isn't just good preaching. This isn't 
just, you know, great concepts. Like, oh, this is life. This is reality. This is, this is the daily. This is the next 14 days. I, I, I'm, I, I just want you to experience your strength being renewed. I want you to experience what it is. You mount up on wings like eagles. What does that mean? It means to mount up means you rise above. Should you know that an eagle, when a storm comes, can sense it? Some of you, you sense some storms coming this fall. Others of you, you're right in the middle of the storm. I want you to know that that eagle does not escape the storm. It doesn't try to fly to a different place away from the storm. Here's where the eagles are in the middle of a storm. Is they're above the storm. The eagle uses the storm to let themselves move higher and higher above the storm. And the scripture's saying, if you learn to wait on me, you're gonna rise above it. You're gonna rise above it. Come on, you're gonna find yourself above it. So many Christians today, well, under the circumstances, what the heck are you doing under the circumstances? Do you not serve a God who's above it all? Do you not serve a God who calls you to like mount up on wings of eagles and, and rise above it? Matter of fact, God uses the, for the eagle, they use the storm to go higher and higher. And I'm telling you, God's gonna use the storms in your life if you let him, if you come to him to move you higher and higher and closer and closer. And I'm telling you, they're not up there striving. They're not up there straining. You ever see an eagle fly? It's just beautiful. It's just riding the currents. That word for wait, because that's what all comes to. Those who wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord, wait on those who wait on the Lord. That word wait, it has a, in the Hebrew, it has a, a literal and a figurative meaning. Okay, a literal and a figurative. So literally what the word means, wait on the Lord, wait on the Lord. It means to, to look to the Lord. It means to hope in the Lord. It means to literally, it means to come to the Lord. Those who come to the Lord, who hope in the Lord. It means you bring your whole self to him. It means you, listen, those who meet with the Lord, who call out to the Lord, those who pursue the Lord. I'm telling you, you gotta pursue the Lord. Those who wait on the Lord. See, it's a, that's the literal, that's literally or figuratively what it means, okay? So the literal meaning of that word wait is beautiful. It means to bind together. Those who bind themselves together with the Lord. <laughs> I just picture it. It's, it's like how, have you ever seen how rope is made? It's many fibers bound together. Any of those fibers on their own can't carry or do what they are able to do when they're bound together. You, my friends, are just a single fiber. Twine. I'm telling you, you, Mr. And Mrs. Twine, cannot carry the demands of life. You've been trying. It gonna break you. Jesus is saying to you and I today, God is calling his people, you and I today, get bound together with me. And what happens is when you do the figurative, look to, wait, come to, right? 
When you do the figurative, you experience the literal. When I do the figurative, like I'm, I'm gonna come to him, look to him, wait on him. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna turn to him. I'm gonna, then when I do the figurative, I experience the literal. What is that? I'm getting bound up together with the Lord. And so now, no longer is the weight of everything around me dependent on and resting on me. Like I, there, is, there is one I am bound up with that is stronger than me, and he's carrying all the weight. What am I doing? Just staying bound up with him. Bound up with him. And that, my friends, is where God wants us to be. Because all of a sudden, the thing that I was never able to do on my own, hold on my own, carry on my own, the thing I couldn't accomplish on my own is now happening all around me. Why? Because I'm not on my own. I'm bound together in his strength. I'm, I'm stronger than myself. I'm not stuck in the confines of my own abilities. I see I've tapped into some new strength. It's not my strength. Wait on the Lord. Come to the Lord. Amen. Like, like just press into him in this season. And as you just keep coming to him, you'll watch him over and over again. He just keeps providing for you showing up so let's come to him church let's come to him I, man I'm telling you I, I would love to see you all of you if I could over these next 14 days and I, I'll be honest with you like I got friends that do this they go 21 days but just I'm, we're going to get done in 14 what it takes them 21 to do amen I just feel like I got to meet you somewhere California and go, listen, 14 days, just lean in. And I understand, some of you got work, you got get it, totally get it. Saturday, what are you doing Saturday? Thursday night, get out there, come on, let's worship together, let's press in, come to him, come to him, come to him. Saturday, hey, we'll let you sleep in, come to him, come to him, come to him. And just keep coming to Jesus. Thanks for joining us for today's message from Citizens Church. It's our prayer that through this message, God would impact and inspire your life. If you have any questions for us or would like to let us know how God is using these messages in your life, please let us know by sending an email to connect at citizenschurch.org. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online and help in seeing more lives changed through the work here at Citizens Church. Thank you so much for joining us. Gotta, gotta.